0: Let me ask you a simple question. Who are you? What would you say? When you think about it, maybe it's not such a simple question at all. We are complex, interesting, and dynamic people. In fact, we are so complex that answering a simple question like who are you gets all kinds of answers. I would say that I'm the person that who wants to help others. I am a black girl to fight for others who has been disrespected and crucially harmed for their skin color. I'm a young black man that likes playing sports and I like math. My name is Dr. Jamar Tisby. I'm the author of How to Fight Racism, Young Readers Edition. And I wanna welcome you, your friends, and the adults in your life along this journey as we learn together how to fight for racial justice using our head, heart, and hands. Today, we are continuing our discussion with the young scholars of Clarksdale Collegiate to unpack their understanding of identity, diversity, and what makes everyone unique. What I loved about the answers that we just heard was that they all said something different. They talked about what they looked like, what activities they liked, and their hopes in life. We're all so different. It's fascinating to hear how people describe themselves. But nothing that anyone said makes one person better than another. We can be very different from one another and still be equally worthy of respect and appreciation. We're going to spend the rest of our time talking about you. We're going to talk about how to understand who you really are. First, let's talk about skin color. Race is based in part on skin color, but where does skin color come from? And why have we made skin color such a big deal when really we're all more alike than different? Listen in to this next part of our discussion. Ricky had his hand up first. How do, why, do we, why do we have different skin colors? Because the people who birth us are, have the skin color we were born with. Okay, so it comes from our parents. Lorelai? It comes from our ancestors who were from different countries or continents. Ancestors? So, so... African Americans or Black people. What continent was that? Africa. Africa. That's right. So, go ahead, Josiah. Um, it's some. It's a thing in your genes that is passed on. That's right. That's right. All of you got it. So we're talking about biology. Have you heard biology before? Okay. So, what makes your skin brown or peach or somewhere in between? You got, it. you got it, Landon? It's melanin. Melanin. That's right. Melanin is a yeah. chemical in your skin. The equator, that's that line through the middle of the globe. Awesome. That's the hottest part of the Earth. So people who live closer to the equator, we have more melanin in our skin. It protects us from the sun. People who live further north or south from the equator have less melanin because the sun's not as harsh. So you don't need it. And that's, yeah, you don't need it then. And that's literally the only difference. If you look at anybody, no matter what their race, no matter what their skin color, we are 99.9% the same biologically. 99.9% the same. If you wrote out our DNA, there's a code and you can like type it out. It would be 262,000 pages long. And do you know how much would be different from person to person of those 262,000 pages? Two pages. 500 pages out of 262,000 pages. Everything else is the same. So are we more alike or more different? We're more alike. We're more alike. And skin color is just a teeny, 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 tiny physical difference. But. We made this whole system that treats people differently because of their skin color. Does that make any sense to you? No. no. It don't make no sense. The goal is not to ignore our differences. The goal is to celebrate them. It's beautiful. Imagine, do y'all still do crayon, crayon boxes? Yes. Do you still have those or markers? crayons. Here's the thing. What if it was all, you, you, you went to the store, you bought a box of crayons, and you get home, and they were all the same color. 64 crayons, but they're all the same color. Oh, I'll throw it away. I'm gonna do that. You couldn't do much with it. Like, if you wanted to draw a sun, but all your crayons were black, you know. It would be a terrifying. It would be be a black sun. Um, Or if you wanted to draw, like, a red rose, but all your crayons were beige or tan. It would be a dead rose. So, actually, differences can be beautiful. Diversity can be beautiful. That's what we call differences, okay? Has anyone ever made you feel less than or bad about being different in some way? I was at a soccer practice, and this kid came up to me and said, you're black, and you're not like us. Mm. So it made me feel bad. They were trying to exclude you in some way? That's awful. I'm so sorry you went through that. Ricky? When I was in preschool, I had a bunch of bullies that would always pick on me because of the color of my skin. They say I'm weak. I don't ever do anything right, even though I do. Wow. They try to make me look dumb, even though they're the ones who have bad grades and Fs. They say I get Fs, even though I don't. And you make me feel bad for who I am. That's all the way back in preschool? Man, and here you are years later with tears in your eyes. Thank you for sharing that, buddy. That shouldn't happen. And that's what fighting racism is all about. We don't want anyone to ever feel like they made Ricky feel. And I'm telling you what, buddy, you are somebody. They can make up lies about you, but it's not true. We enjoy you. We're so glad you're here. And thank you for sharing. So these topics are hard, guys. Like we're sitting here out of school in a library talking about racism, but they're The truth is, racism hurts people. It got Aubrey Faye Hendricks put in jail. We're gonna talk a little bit about Martin Luther King. He got killed. So this is serious stuff, okay? And y'all are doing a great job speaking really wisely, I think, about it and very respectfully, so I thank you. And Take a breath and it's gonna be okay. Wow. Racism is a heavy topic. What you just heard was honest and real. In fact, the conversation got even more emotional after that. We had to cut out some parts because the information and the stories were just so sensitive. I want us to understand. Racism hurts people. Real people. Like the young person you just heard. It leaves painful memories that can last a lifetime. Sometimes racism even kills people. This is why we need you, right where you are and right when you are, in terms of your age, to be part of the solution. We want you to help the adults fight racism so no one has to be hurt or harmed because of hate. So let me give you some positive news. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are precious. And I am too. I know we've never met, and I have no idea what you look like actually. But the secret is this none of what I said has anything to do with how we look on the outside. It has nothing to do with your nose or your eyes or your height or your skin color. I can say all those wonderful things about you because I know that's how you were created. And I know that's how you are on the inside. For Christians like me, we believe that God made you in God's image. You can think, you can imagine, you can love and laugh. That's all on purpose. And you and me and every other human being are the only ones in all of creation who bear the image of God. You don't have to take my word for it. God told us this is true. Listen to this passage from Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us, They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in God's own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Look, you don't have to be a Christian or practice any religion in particular to understand Every human being is precious and worthy of dignity and respect. I wanted to start here with an affirmation of your value, because that's what we need to understand if we're going to treat each other well, even across differences like skin color and race. Let's talk about some practical ways to understand who you really are. First, I hope you have the book, How to Fight Racism, Young Readers Edition. In that book, I want you to look at the chart on pages 108 and 109. It talks about racial identity development and describes the stages we go through as we become more aware of our race. I want you to take a look at those pages and see if you can figure out what stage you're at. Once you've done that, you can also try these other practical steps to understand your racial identity. I'm going to give you three. One, write your racial autobiography. Or you could speak it into a voice recorder, or you could record it on a video, like on a cell phone or a laptop with an adult's permission. Write, speak, record your racial autobiography. Ask yourself questions like, what is my earliest memory of race? Have I had any negative or painful experiences with racism? Who has taught me the most about my racial identity? Here's a second thing you can do. Explore your family's racial identity. How do you do that? Look at photo albums. You know what those are. Like nowadays, most of us take pictures on our cameras and you just scroll through a screen. Well, these are actual physical paper Albums of photographs. That's what we used to do before we had smartphones. Look through those photo albums and ask an adult about the people in the pictures. Get to learn their stories, where they lived, what they were like. Another thing you can do to explore your family's racial identity is to talk to relatives, aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins about their memories of race and racism. Getting to know who your family is is going to help you understand who you are. And thirdly, learn another language. Because it's not just about learning about your own racial identity. It's about learning about others. So all through high school and into college, I took Spanish as a second language. And I loved it. Especially in high school, my teacher would bring in food from countries where they spoke Spanish. And one time she talked to us and got us really excited about flan. Have you ever heard of flan? It's a dessert. It's a sweet custard, almost like pudding. And then it has this layer of caramel on top. I had never tasted it before. But in this class where I was learning Spanish, I also learned about the food there. It was yummy, by the way. I really liked it. But taking Spanish... Or some other language that you don't already know is a way not only to learn new words, it's about learning about new people and different cultures. So how to understand who you really are. Remember that you are precious, that you have dignity, and everyone should treat you that way. Remember that we are all more alike than we are different, but even our differences can be celebrated. And... Remember to explore your own racial identity. Check out that chart on page 108 and 109. Write your own racial autobiography. That's the story of race in your life. Explore your family's racial identity and learn another language. We're going to wrap up this episode with a poem called I Am Somebody. Lots of people, including civil rights leader Jesse Jackson Jr., have said this poem on many different occasions. It's a call and response, so the leader says something and then you say it back. Wherever you are, feel free to say the poem along with me and the students. It's designed to remind you of who you really are. I'm going to read you a poem and you're going to repeat after me, okay? So I'll say it and then you say it, all right? I am I am somebody. Somebody. I am. I am somebody. Somebody. I may be poor. I may be poor. But I am. I am somebody. Somebody. I may be young. I may be young. But I am. But I am somebody. Somebody. I may be on welfare. I may be on welfare. But I am. But I am somebody. Somebody. I may have made mistakes. I may have made mistakes. But I am. But I am somebody. Somebody. My clothes are different. My clothes are different. My face is different. My face is different. My hair is different. My hair is different. But I am. But I am somebody. Somebody. I am black. I am black. I am brown. I am brown. I am white. I am white. I speak a different language. I speak a different language. But I must be respected. But I must be respected. Protected. Projected. Never rejected. Never rejected. I am I am somebody. Somebody. You know why I love that poem? Because everybody is what? Somebody. Always remember, no matter what anyone says about you, no matter how people treat you, you are somebody. And so is everyone else. So let's treat one another with kindness and respect. Thank you so much for joining me for this very important discussion. There's still so much work to do in order to fight racism. So we're going to need adults and kids and every generation to be part of the struggle. If you'd like to learn about fighting for racial justice, pick up the book, How to Fight Racism, Young Readers Edition, at your local bookstore or online at jamartisby.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter, and you can find that on the website, too. This podcast has been produced by Pottery Studios with special thanks to the scholars of Clarksdale Collegiate. Until next time, I've been your host, Dr. Jamar Tisby. And remember, if we want to turn this civil rights moment into a movement, it's going to take all of us. Talk to you next time.